Hey everybody, it's Chuck Arfine. Welcome to the White Sox are staying alive. White Sox Talk Podcast brought to you by Wintrust. What a game. What a night. What a comeback. What a blackout game that was on the south side. White Sox coming back from a 5-1 deficit in a do-or-die situation to blow out the Houston Astros. So many things happened. Coming up on the podcast, you can hear my interview with Larry Garcia after his majestic three-run homer. Ozzie Guillen and I speak with Tim Anderson, who just keeps on hitting and hitting and hitting. And let's hope the White Sox keep on winning. What a night. What a game. What a comeback. It's coming your way. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Wintrust, we know true fans show their team pride every chance they get. With White Sox checking, you'll score a Sox debit card. Plus, you'll get a special offer when you open online today at Wintrust.com slash Sox Talk. $100 required to open. Member FDIC. White Sox! White Sox! Go! Go! White Sox! That ball hit deep way back! Deep to the Holy cow! Carlton Fisk has put the White Sox ahead! Jimenez leaves the ballpark! You can't put it on the board! Yes! We got a chance to do something real special. All right, sit back, relax, and strap it down. It's time for the White Sox Talk Podcast. Well, it had been 13 years since the White Sox had a home playoff game. Well, this was worth the wait. This was worth the wait. In fact, I'm just going to say it. This was better than the blackout game, the first one. In 08. This one had so much more going on. I mean, in 08, you had basically one and a half plays in the game. They were big plays. Jim Tomey with the home run. It was a one nothing victory. There was the throw by Ken Griffey Jr. and the play at the plate with A.J. Pruszynski. And that was basically it. And John Deggs pitched a gem. You had so much that happened in this game. And I personally want to thank Dusty Baker. You know, the White Sox have never faced Dusty Baker in a playoff game. And I always heard about, like, you know, Dusty being Dusty. Dusty doing Dusty things. Well, that did not happen. That did not happen in Houston. Oh, but it happened in Chicago. 2-0 count. And what is what does Dusty do? He He's going to the bullpen. He's going to the bullpen. And not only is he going to the bullpen on a 2-0 count... He's uh, going to get Yimi Garcia to replace Luis Garcia, who's got Lieri Garcia at the plate. Tres Garcias! And Lieri Garcia goes deep with a three-run blast. And by the way, this was happening after 
a play that I almost had to cancel the postgame show, everybody. I almost had to cancel it because here's what happened. Yasmani Grandal scores 5-1. Yasmani Grandal hits a home run to give the White Sox life when they needed it. And who was in left field and almost robbed him of a home run? My nemesis, your nemesis, Michael freaking Brantley. If Michael Brantley catches that ball, I'm canceling the postgame show. I'm walking home. I'm done. I can't do this job anymore. <laughs> I'm half serious, half joking. The ball hit by Yasmani Grandal goes over Michael Brantley's glove by, I don't know, maybe a foot. Thank goodness. And maybe, just maybe, this is ending the Michael Brantley domination over the White Sox for years. It has to end sometime. Maybe it was karma. I don't know what it was. But thank goodness Michael Brantley did not catch that ball. Grandal hits the two-run homer. Then comes Larry Garcia with his three-run homer, which... Ozzie Guillen called, sitting right next to him, and it was a 2-0 count. Dusty makes the pitching change, mid at bat, and then boom. Larry Garcia. Ozzie's just like, you know what? He's going deep here. Watch. (laughs) And he did. That was 436 feet of pure Larry legend power. What? A homer. Then you got Yasmani Grandal. And we're going to hear from Larry Garcia in a moment. And T.A. But Yasmani Grandal, what is it about White Sox catchers in the playoffs being in the middle of controversy? We all know about A.J. Pruszynski, who ironically was in the booth for Fox. And his drop third strike against the Angels in the ALCS in 2005. And in this situation, you have... Yasmani Grandal. Now, he said afterwards, he did say afterwards that he, you know, wish he had the presence of mind to actually make that happen. It was just him being slow out of the box and the ball happened to hit him on the arm. Thank goodness the ball hit him on the arm. But I'll say this. In the playoffs, you need breaks. And the White Sox got a humongous, humongous break with that one as... It hits off his arm. Luis Robert scores. Another run scores, obviously. In a close game, the Sox got another break. Kudos to the catching magic of Yasmani Grandal with A.J. Pruszynski in the booth. And by the way, I've been, like, ripping A.J. because it seems like every game he does, certainly this year, the Sox lose. So, hey... Some good karma with AJ in the booth on the south side finally helps the White Sox out. Why don't we hear from Leary Garcia? Talk to him after the final out. And then back-to-back, it's that. And then it's Tim Anderson joining Ozzie Guillen and ITA with three more hits. This legendary beginning of his postseason career keeps on going. It's the most hits. I think, what's what's the number at right now? Like 16? 16 hits? The most hits by any player for the start of his postseason career in the history of baseball. 
That's TA. So here's Lieri Garcia and Tim Anderson. I got other thoughts on the other side of this. Here we go. Take us through your home run. What was the pitch? What were you looking for? What happened? Well, I was looking fastball all the way because I know he got a pretty good fastball. And uh, he threw me one right in the middle, and, and, and I got it, and I got it pretty good. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's Ozzie Guillen behind you doing that to you. Uh, what was the feeling after you go down 0-2, you come back here to Chicago knowing it's do or die? Well, we, we don't have a chance. Like, tonight is the only chance that we got. So we talk in the club about, hey, man, let's, do, let, let's give you all we got. All we got right now is in one game. So one game at a time, you know, especially here in front of all, all, the, all the, the fans. That's, that's uh, for me, that's what's really important. You've been with the White Sox a long time. Right. You came a long way to get to this moment to have a game yeah. like this. Yeah. What did this mean to you to have a game like this in the playoffs and have a hit like that? For me, it meant a lot. You know, like you said, I mean, I've been here for two years. And uh, I just want to play hard, man. I know that we've been through it a lot, a lot, a lot of, you know, up and down. But uh, I just keep working. I, I, I know that, that it's not going to they're not gonna done to uh, three nothing. I'm like, okay, this is this is the game. And how about this crowd here tonight? That was amazing. That was amazing. Since first inning, that was everybody like, hey man, this here for this. They here for us. Let's do everything we get. So we lucky that we got these great fans. Hey, great game for you. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Thank All right. We are here with the one and only Tim Anderson, uh, TA. What was this night like for you guys? Oh, man, it was unbelievable just to see, you know, how, how many fans showed up. And, uh, you know, it was loud from, from the start to the, you know, to the end. So, uh, you know, they brought the energy and, uh, you know, the guys fed off it. And then uh, we was able to, you know, scratch away a win. Wait, wait, go ahead. No, yes, like, you know, it's funny because when you are, you're the vocal leader, the guys, they look up to you. And it's nice what you say today. You just show me today what you say. Yeah, I got those hits. That yeah. They're not going to take me to the, yeah, what I want, yeah, the rich side. I know I watch you guys every day. Tomorrow, how you guys prepare to come back? I don't want to say the same way because it was a rat. But how you guys mentally and physically going to be available to, not to do the weather table, but to win the game. Because right. I just told one friend of mine on the other side, if you guys, if you guys lose tonight, yeah. They're going to win three in a row. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's already midnight, so we're going to try to feed off that same energy. Uh, you know, bring that same energy uh, tomorrow. And, uh, you know, we're going to feed off these fans. You know, they're going to pack it out again tomorrow. And, um, you know, man, just continue to just keep being team, great teammates and, uh, you know, have great at-bats and uh, bring the energy. What do you think of Larry's home run? Man. <laughs> I call it, by the way. Oh, he did. He I did. did call it. Yeah. Yes, I did. I think calling home run when he's hitting is like calling me when I was hitting. <laughs> and I say, no, the soon we go to a pass, I say, watch, you're going to be a home run. Bingo. No, but, uh, you know, he's been stepping up. Yeah. He's been stepping up. His bat been hot lately. Um, you know, kudos to him. He's been doing a great job and stepping up. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep him motivated, keep pushing him. And, uh, you know, make sure you keep working because yeah. uh, we need him. And uh, he came up huge tonight. Huge hit. What did you think on the play with Yasmani Grandal, the play at the plate, the ball hit his arm? Did you know what was going on there? Uh, kind of, but, I, you know, uh, I didn't really, you know, pay attention to it. Um, I mean, my man got to get out of the box. I mean, he kind of reached for, you know, a ball that was that was down. And, uh 
other than that, you know, we was able to get a run out of it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you love, you've embraced the South Side ever since you got here. Was this the highlight? I know you want many more highlights right. than this, but what the atmosphere here tonight, how would you describe what yeah, you it was, experienced? It was crazy. It was crazy. Um, you know, it ain't been packed like that since I got here. So, uh, you know, for us to be able to play in an atmosphere like that is definitely dope. Um, and it was exciting, you know, uh, so it was easy. To, it was easy to, you know, go out and prepare. It was already ready. The fans, you know, they brought the energy, so we fed off that. You guys were down 0-2, you know, yep. backs against the wall. You said it yourself. Yep. What did that feel like? Uh, I mean, it really didn't, you know, it really didn't bother us, but we knew what we had to do. Uh, you know, we came in and uh, ready and prepared. So, uh, and I mean, the same approach tomorrow. You know, uh, you know, we got to finish the job. So uh, we all know what, you know, what the mission is, what the goal is, so we got to go out and do it. Okay. There's one thing about it. I keep saying, like, the way you guys was down too, everybody asked me, oh, guys, listen, they need to win one game, and the West Coast need to three, win three games, but they're not going to play three games in one day. Right. They got to take it one day at a time. I think that, that when I saw you guys stretch, go about the business, go into the introduction, that's the hardest thing to do, like yeah. introduction and all this stuff. Right. I think tomorrow you got to be prepared better. Yeah, yeah, it's never no pressure. You know, the moment's never too big. And you know, you got to, you know, don't be running away from, you know, being nervous. You got to embrace it and hug it. Um, and that's going to make you, you know, more comfortable. And I mean, we're at home, so that's that's more comfortable as well as two. White Sox in five, what do you think? Um, Better say yes. <laughs> we're like, what kind of question is that? No, I mean, yeah, like, no. That's no, like, hey, like I'm going to say, no. No, 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 no asking. Ask, ask me because I pick, I pick it to win in five. Obviously, the players say, yeah, we're going to win in five. But I think they have the material to do that. And they got to show everybody how to do it. They don't got to show anybody. They got to show their own teammate. They got to yeah, show themselves. We're gonna, but we're going to take it one day at a time. Yeah, you, you know, go. We're going to jump out there on the gun. We're going to take it one day at a time. And uh, we're going to take tomorrow. And uh, we'll be ready. We're going to be ready. All right, so before the game, Ozzie Guillen goes over to talk to some of the Houston Astros people. He knows a lot of their coaches. He knows Dusty Baker. He says to Dusty, you guys better win tonight because if you don't win tonight, this series is going back to Houston. This is what Ozzie told Dusty Baker because he's like, don't, he wasn't saying this like, he wants the White Sox to lose. He's just telling Dusty, hey, uh, if you don't win tonight, uh, you got problems. This is going back to Houston because the Sox players, the fans, it's going to be insane here. And if you don't knock them down, they're not just going to get up. They're going to get stronger. And that's what Ozzy's message was to Dusty. Whoops. Big blowout win for the White Sox. The Sox had 12 runs. They had 16 hits most in a postseason game in White Sox history. And how about the bullpen? Ryan Tapera just shut them down. Two perfect innings, three strikeouts. Aaron Bummer strikes out the side. And when I say he struck out the side, he struck out Brantley, Bregman, Altuve. That is the Aaron Bummer. That I know. And late night controversy provided by Ryan Tapera, who had this to say about the Houston Astros being more prone to swing and miss in Chicago versus Houston. Quote, they, speaking of the Astros, they've had a reputation of 
doing some sketchy stuff over there. We can say it's a little bit of a difference. I think you saw the swings and misses tonight compared to the first two games at Minute Maid. End quote. So I don't know what I think about Ryan Tapera saying that. It's uh, extremely interesting. I'd prefer him saying it after the series. You don't want to give them anything, any kind of motivation. Not that, I mean, who knows if it will or not. I'm not sure. But he put it out there. So in a way, I'm actually glad he put it out there because, you know, screw them. And by the way, White Sox fans, oh, man. El Tuve comes to the plate. Cheaters. Cheaters. This was going on and on and on. It was amazing. But yeah, they are cheaters probably. Well, they certainly are from the past. You know, there is there ha, there have been rumblings that have been coming my way about the Astros still doing some cheating. I've just heard the little things here and there. Wasn't going to report it because who knows? It's just people making accusations in the game. But that might still be a real thing. And when Ryan Tapera is saying that after a playoff game, I'm assuming the Astros are going to be asked about this on Monday. And we will see what happens out of it. But uh, I don't know. Let's just win game four with Carlos Rodon on the mound. Carlos Rodon wanted to pitch in game three. This is what he told Tony La Russa. This might be a good sign. Should be a good sign. If he's telling La Russa, I'm ready to go, maybe we get the Carlos Rodon from earlier this season. And if we do, did you see his numbers against the Astros this year? Two starts, 14 innings. I believe it's four hits and one run. That's how good... That's how great he has been against the Astros. And if he can be like that, we got a really good chance of this going back to Houston. So those are my uh, my thoughts on an incredible game. It's what the White Sox needed. It is what you needed. It's what I needed. And let's see what happens in game Four. That's a wrap for this edition of the White Sox Talk Podcast, brought to you by Wintrust, your home for White Sox checking with free ATMs nationwide. Go to their special White Sox webpage. It's www.wintrust.com slash socks. Ozzy and I'll be back for a pregame show and a postgame show. We're going the distance. However long the White Sox go, we're with you every step of the way on NBC Sports Chicago. Hawk Harrelson. Take it away. Thanks, our Chuck. And this edition of the White Sox Talk Podcast is over. Last year, so many people went the extra mile. Healthcare workers went above and beyond. Parents took on the additional role of school teachers. Scientists developed COVID tests and vaccines in record time. If you are running the Chicago Marathon, This is your chance to return the favor because this year you can actually walk an extra mile to honor someone who went the extra mile or you. So who are you going the extra mile for? Learn more at the Abbott Health and Fitness Expo, October 8th or 9th at McCormick Place. Abbott. Life. 
to the fullest. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.